Welcome to Real Estate and Coffee. It's Tuesday, August 20th, 2019. My name is Joel Arndt. Here's some Canadian real estate news while you uh, enjoy your morning coffee. This morning we're actually going to dip back a little bit. This is a little less news and a bit of just like recent history. Um, yesterday we talked about uh, the Passive House Conference coming to um, Toronto in October and it's a, the Passive House concept is something I've been interested in for a little bit. It's tweaked my interest. Uh, I haven't done a whole lot of research. Um, but it, every time it comes up, it's very interesting. And Hamilton has a, a couple projects on the go. And whereas Passive House, uh, the Passive House standards been used for home building a lot, um, they really work or they are now being used in nonprofit and social housing situations to lower operating costs and um, increase, increase, is that the word? To just, yeah, I guess in, the, when your building is as energy efficient as possible, it's more sustainable in the building. There's less maintenance necessary. There's, uh, the comfort of living of the tenants is better. The materials you're using are way higher quality. Um, it's just a, the building is built to last even longer. Um, so I'm going to go over some of the passive house principles just to kind of give a primer. And then we'll look at a building in here. We'll look at a couple buildings here in Hamilton over the next couple of days. We'll look at one that's today that's being refurbished by the city housing agency here in Hamilton. And then we'll look at another one that was built um, using passive house standards by a charity called Indwell here in Hamilton. So passive house is really, it really actually comes down to architectural and construction standards. Um, how you design the place, how you actually design it and lay it out and then the materials you use to construct it. It's a lot of principle and there are a lot of numbers involved, so I'm not gonna go too deep into the weeds about what, what all the principles and standards are because it's actually very technical. But it's all based on a certain set of values. Uh, the first being it should be completely sealed. The building should be a completely airtight envelope. So that means there should be no air escaping whatsoever. So that means so that so the uh, that comes down to the kind of insulation you use. That's very specific. There's actually very specific insulation you're supposed to use for passive housing. It comes down to the kind of windows you use. Very specific standard of windows that you need to use for the passive housing, and then how. Um, all the door frames and beyond, you know, and just anywhere that air could possibly escape, it needs to be airtight. The idea is, and you know, it just, it's it, when you read through the passive house standards, it really just looks like common sense. But the truth is when you go, when you shoot for these standards, you're actually looking at a fairly expensive build. When you use as much insulation as they're calling for, when you use the kind of windows they're calling for, when you are specifically designing a building to be airtight, 
you now need a really, really freaking good ventilation system and an efficient ventilation system. So there's very high standards for that ventilation system and that's expensive. So that's they're not building houses like that every day. It's impractical in traditional thought. Uh, this this whole concept, this whole base um, set of standards, uh, actually was uh, was started in Germany uh, in eighty eight, nineteen eighty eight, and the first house I believe was built in nineteen ninety one in Germany, and it holds the test of time. The amount of electricity, water, and gas you use are are regulated, um, strictly regulated and measured. The point is you should be able to use 90% less net. So in, in Ontario, most of the heating, most of the heating is natural gas. The easiest, most efficient heating is natural gas. So a house should be able to heat for 90%, uh, 90% less natural gas than their typical house with the passive house standards. Um, the amount of water you use, I forget what the percentage is, but it's much, like you don't need it, you, don't, you shouldn't be using as much water. The amount of electricity you need to use is extremely cut back. And then the, the big thing about the passive house standard, as far as I understood it, is like this is being measured every day or every week or something, the output or the consumption is very closely monitored. So most people are just going to even um, high-rise buildings. They're not measuring their, they're not measuring their consumption. They're just paying the bill. And if something, if the bill gets too high, then they're looking at their consumption and looking where they can save things. But this is right from day one. It's, it's an eye on consumption. So that we're always working towards being as efficient as possible. Okay, so that's the that's the general basis of passive housing. It goes, like I said, it gets a lot more technical than that. Let's read an article. Uh, it's a news release from May. Um, from the federal government, Canadian federal government, uh, Canada uh, Mortgage and Housing Corporation. So CMHC, this is actually from the CM CMHC, Canada Mortgage and the Housing Corporation, May 21st, 2019. First ever passive house high-rise retrofit in Canada will create more affordable housing for seniors in Hamilton. Our government strongly believes that all Canadians should have access to a safe, affordable place to call home. Seniors in Hamilton will soon have new affordable housing options thanks to the Ken Sobel Tower transformation that will make this high-rise the first retrofit passive house tower in Canada. Today in Hamilton, Adam Vaughn, Parliamentary Secretary to Minister of Families, Children and Social Development, Housing and Urban Affairs, I think that's what it used to be called, Housing and Urban Affairs, on behalf of uh, the Honorable Jean-Yves Duclos, I think that's how you pronounce it, Minister of Families, Children and Social Development, and the Minister responsible for the Canada Mortgage and Housing Corporation, CMHC, announced $10 million in National, Ho National Housing Strategy funding, NHS funding, 
to support this innovative project that will help more seniors find an affordable place to live. So CMH, or the national housing strategy was set up um, just to create a massive fund, of, I think like 100, was like $105 billion, I think. Um, uh, anyway, it was a massive fund set up to be invested in um, finding an answer to housing crisis, finding more affordable housing options, investing in social housing and stuff like that. Anyway, so they're supplying 10 million to this tower refurbishment. Through the NHS Affordable Housing Innovation Fund, the federal government is investing close to 3.7 million and has a financial commitment of 3.6 million through the National Housing Co-Investment Fund for the Ken Sobel Tower Transformation. Other partners involved in the project include the City of Hamilton and the Federation of Canadian Municipalities. This project by City Housing Hamilton, the retrofit of the 17-story vacant and uninhabit uh, uninhabitable apartment building with passive house standard will provide 100, 146 new affordable apartments for seniors. This is what actually tweaked me the first time. Right now, as we speak, there is a hundred, there's a 17-story tower in Hamilton sitting completely vacant. Why? Because city, city housing was managing it and it fell into disrepair. I'm not gonna comment on that right now. It, it just, it blew me away when I first read that. And it shouldn't because I guess that's just kind of what happens, but anyway. They're fixing it, and they're getting help, and they're turning it into specifically seniors' affordable housing, seniors' affordable units, and they're using passive housing standards. The Ken Sobel Tower transformation will showcase how multi-residential post-war structures may be rehabilitated to the passive house standard, which is super important because there's a ton of those post-war structures that are just straight crappy now. It will result in significant reductions in energy consumption, greenhouse gas emissions, and energy intensity energy intensity of the building. The passive house standard reduces operating costs for buildings, which contributes to increased affordability for tenants. And then they have a few quotes here. Uh, Through the national housing strategy, our government is providing assistance to those who need it most here in Hamilton and in all corners of the country. We believe that every Canadian should be able to retire in dignity, and this is why we are extremely happy to be supporting this first-of-its-kind project. We are also working to improve the lives of seniors by returning the age of eligibility for old age security and guaranteed income supplement to 65 and increasing the GIS for single seniors. That's Adam Vaughn, Parliamentary Secretary to the Minister of Families, Children and Social Development. Seniors have contributed so much to our society and making sure that they have a safe and affordable home is one way to give back to them. This wonderful project will improve the well-being and sense of security of low-income seniors in Hamilton. When seniors are able to full, part, fully participate and feel safe in our communities, we all benefit. The Honorable Philomena Tassi, Minister of Senior Housing, uh, Minister of Seniors, and Member of Parliament for Hamilton West, Ancaster, Dundas. Uh, providing affordable housing to okay, you know what? And then that's from the mayor. 
Oh, actually, this one's important. Providing affordable housing to our local aging demographic is a key priority. On behalf of the city of Hamilton, I would like to thank our federal partners for their contributions towards this exciting renovation project at, at Ken Sobel Tower. With a wait list of over 6,000 households, it is urgent that this housing asset is brought back online so we can continue to address Hamilton's afforded, affordable housing pressures and provide low-income residents with good quality, stable housing. There's a couple more. Okay, here's what I want. Quick facts. Uh, so City Housing Hamilton, CHH, is the housing corporation owned and operated by the City of Hamilton. When the retrofit is completed, all 146 units of the Ken Sobel Tower will be rented at affordable rates, less than average market rent in the area. The rents for 74 units set at 69.2% of the median market rent will be deeply affordable. So people will only be paying 70% of market rent. The new building aims to achieve 75% energy savings and a reduction in greenhouse gas emissions of 88% compared to this standard from 2015 that I'm not even going to try to pronounce. Of the, of the 146 units, 30 will meet NHCF accessibility requirements. With a budget of 13.2 billion NHCF, that was that um, acronym was used earlier. Hmm, no, it wasn't. National Housing Co Investment Fund, that's what it is. They just didn't identify it. So the National Housing Co-Investment Co Fund has 13.2 billion, 13 billion ready. Uh, gives priority projects that help those in greatest need, including women, children, fleeing family violence, seniors, indigenous people, people with disabilities, those dealing with mental health and addictions, veterans and young adults. Okay, young adults, interesting. Uh, through the NHCF, the Government of Canada will work with partners to build up to 60,000 new affordable homes and repair up to 240,000 existing affordable communities over the next 10 years, as long as the Liberal government stays in. <laughs> yeah, it just goes into what the NHCF and CMHC are doing. And a little less about passive housing in, in Hamilton. So be, they're using passive house standards to reduce the operating costs of this building so that they can provide 74 units at, at, six, at 70 percent of market value, which I think is smart. It's a mixed it's a mixed bag of, of units. You'll have some full I guess my, my, my assumption from reading this is that you'll have some units that are full market value, you have other units that are not full market value. And between the units that charge full, full market value and between the savings you get because of the passive housing standards and then, of course, you know, some federal funding, um, this should work is what they're saying. And it's interesting. And I, I like that they're taking this approach. I like, and it's not, so I read one article, a CBC article that was just kind of lamenting the loss of the rent geared to income. Uh, model that this building previously had um, and my only thought as I was reading that was just like 
And how did that work for you? You had a rent geared to income. You relied almost exclusively on on government funding from any level of government and probably maybe some donation, maybe some like philanthropy. And it ended, you ended up with a building that was uninhabitable. So this, we're still, we're kind of compromising in a, in a very good way. We're retrofitting a building to a standard that saves 75, that, that should save on 75% of your energy costs as well as, and, and as well as charging some units at full market rent and delivering, um, and so the majority of the units are still at only at 70% of market rent, which is, you know, so if it's a thousand dollars, market rent isn't a thousand dollars, but okay, well, it's a market rent probably for like a studio apartment, which a lot of these will be studio apartments, probably about 1100, depending on the quality that they build to, um, that's $770. $770 is super affordable. I don't know what a Canadian pension, <laughs> old age pension is like, so I don't know if $770 is, but it's way better than $1,100, and you're getting a tower with essentially full amenities, and it's designed for seniors. So the point is, uh, this is, I feel like this is super smart. It still seeks to alleviate uh, afford, like housing burden. Um, that wait list of 6,000 households, that's crazy. We're pulling, a, starting to siphon off a little bit of that, which is really, really good. And, um, and we're gonna watch this. Uh, I'm gonna watch for this. I'm gonna put an alert up for the Ken Sobel Tower. And uh, as more news comes up about it, I'll make sure that um, we share it with, I share it with you. Love to know what you think. Tell me what you think about the passive housing standards, about this Ken Sobel Tower project in Hamilton. Um, if you know of any other projects uh, in your city that are, uh, that have been built to the, or are planning to be built to the passive house standard, let me know. I'd love to look into it. Uh, email me, recoffee at joelarnt.ca. So that's recoffee at J-O-E-L. A-R-N-D-T dot C-A. I also share this on Facebook and Insta, or not Instagram, but LinkedIn, Facebook and LinkedIn. So if you want to just leave a comment on one of those posts, that works too. All right. Have a good morning.